You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Jason Bond, also known as Emery. Two hey. podcasts out, now he's back in. What's going on, everybody? It's been a while. <laughs> yes, yes. And we are recording on October 4th for release on October 5th. This is episode number 25. Got a bit to talk about. There's not much news going off in the overall in the Overwatch world right now, and to be honest with you, it might be that way till BlizzCon. Uh, but we're tonight we're going to talk about uh, this. Uh, well, last week I talked about you know taking some SR data myself, so I'm gonna talk a little uh, you know early speculation from what I'm seeing from that. Uh, we're gonna continue the crosshair talk because uh, I uh, I dug deeper into that, and plus I got some responses uh, from some of you guys. There's some more Sombra speculation coming around, even though it appears that Blizzard has uh, tried to... They, they, they pretty much put the brakes on the Sombra hype train for now. And uh, there's also... Uh, there was an interesting forum post about an Overwatch team builder, and of course we have our weekly updates, so we're going to get into all that. But before we hop into that, Bond, how have you been doing? Uh, I've been moving. It sucks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's the uh, missing two podcasts there. Uh, moves done finally. I got some Overwatch in during the week. There it was pretty fun just to go through and uh, roll everybody as Zenyatta as usual. Did a couple of uh, uh, did a couple of quick plays and I did a couple of uh, competitive, but uh, I'm 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 sticking to not competitive soloing because that's just awful. Yeah, yeah, competitive solo queue definitely has not gotten much better. Even though I did, I, I've been more. Uh, more willing to solo queue when I have to so I can get some more data. I really don't get a chance to play competitive during the week, unfortunately. Right. Um, most of the time I play competitive, it has to be on the weekend. So that's if you got if you if you see me on PC playing like you know playing during the week, I'm probably not gonna play competitive. Uh, it's probably during the weekend if you see me. You want to group up, you know. It's such a double-edged sword. It's such a double-edged sword because I I hate quick play on so many levels just because having to, like, you know, go against, like, a team full of Divas or, like, even two or three, you know, you know, three tanks and something like that just really bothers me. Oh, yeah. Well, bothers bothers a lot of people. That's why so many people are begging for, like, an unranked competitive play because right now, what I've been doing, and it's, it's probably been affecting my XP game, what I've been doing, like, if I hop into a game and I pick, like, let's say, McCree, right? And then I see somebody else pick McCree, I might leave, but I'm like, okay, maybe not. Maybe I'll just stay and deal with a double McCree. But if I definitely see a third person pick McCree, I'm out. I'm done. Like, I'm not even going to bother playing that game. I can't tell you how many games I've dropped when I see them just like that. I just usually, I'm just like, nope, and then right out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this, uh, I don't know, this week has been, and Overwatch has been a little... 
bittersweet for me because I mean I got actually I pushed my my highest SR up to what was it? I think it was like twenty seven fifty nine. But then I just had a bad day on I think it was Sunday or it was either Saturday or Sunday, uh, where I had a total of six losses out of what ten games. So I was having a bad Sunday and that, that took me down from twenty seven fifty nine back to twenty six sixty four, which isn't that big of a deal being in platinum. And that's something I want to talk about in the uh, in the first segment here. But first, before we do that, before we get into our first segment. Uh, I did want to apologize to everybody who sent emails in, and I did not get a chance to respond this week. I usually try to respond back to emails, uh, but this week was just, um, yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was a little bit extra, to be honest with you. So sorry for that, and I would definitely respond to those emails that came in. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get started with our top story. Top story. All right, so. Our first segment really isn't a story, because uh, like I said, there's not much Overwatch news going on right now. But uh, last week I did talk about, you know, I was uh, taking down my own SR data. And, uh, you know, it's it's still early. I only have about 66 matches in. That's all I got, 66, 66 matches on PC, and I don't know, maybe about uh, 30 or so matches on console that I have data for. Uh, but I am noticing something, and it's actually something I didn't really think about until after I, uh, well, not after, but until I, I was reading some forums and somebody was trying to talk about or explain the way the SR system works. So, you know, the, the, the idea is that the skill or that your SR is, uh, is, uh, the, the, the points you get versus, you know, the points you lose is based on if you were supposed to win a match or not. And this is actually something Jeff Kaplan said before season one came out. He says, you know, if your team is not the underdog or, you know, if your, if your uh, skill rank is higher than the other teams and, you know, you're favorite to win that game, if you end up losing that game, you're actually going to lose more skill rank than normal. Uh, so that is something that the Overwatch team has actually said. And, you know, early in the season when I was playing solo queue, I was in uh, gold. And I was like a lot of you guys. I was, you know, a win would give me like 20 points. And then a loss would give me like 30, you know, negative 30 points or even more. Like I said, the first time, you know, the first night I played after placement matches, three wins for 20 points, one loss for negative 60. And that's what that's one of the reasons I didn't really want to do solo queue on platinum because I'm like, oh man, if I do solo queue in platinum, that's just gonna throw me right back down uh, where I was. Yep. But I, you know, I gotta do them anyway because you know I want to get this data. Not to mention, I need to have some solo queue data in there. And then sometimes I really just don't feel like going to the LFG site and looking for people or waiting for people. Uh, you know, it's almost like making new friends because, you know, it's not guaranteed that everybody you get on the LFG site is actually going to be decent. You might have been better off by yourself. I have definitely had that ha- happen a few times. Uh, but, you know, so I play some solo queue, uh, Platinum, and what I'm finding is that on wins, I'm still getting more SR than on losses now that I'm in Platinum or, or plus 2,500. And I'm actually winning uh, most of my matches, so that's good in solo queue. I think the last time I did solo queue, what did I? Yeah, I, I 
won three matches. No, sorry, won four matches, one draw, and two losses. That's what I had. Um, even though one of my losses was for negative twenty eight, I'm like, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> but but um, <laughs> yeah, but like I went, I had like you know, well, my first one was twenty three, the next one was twenty six, but then it was like thirty. 30, you know, after that. So I'm like, hmm, that's, that's a little interesting because my losses, my loss was like, uh, one solo queue loss was negative 22. The next time I did solo queue, like, my, I had a loss of like 21 and I had another one of like 17. So uh, I guess the, um, the, the reason I'm saying all this is that I think the problem here for a lot of people is where they're placed. I don't think the placement system is actually placing people where they should be placed. Because if what Jeff Kaplan said in the beginning, what this guy brought up in the forum, is true. Right? If that's true, that's still in place. And you're placed lower than you actually should be. And then you lose a match. Maybe that's why we're seeing such, uh, you know, such high SR loss on a loss versus the gain on a game. Does that make sense, Bond? Yeah, I mean, the the difference is kind of disparaging, I guess, but, because, you know, like, I've, I've lost, what, roughly 152, because I'm at 2,500 right now. I've lost 152 uh, SR off of maybe, I don't know, like 10 losses. Right. Uh well, so, and the thing is, like, we see, you can tell that the system definitely isn't working as intended oh, or it's supposed to, because there's people, you know, there's only been two times in the, you know, let's say, in, in, you know, like I said, I played 66 matches recorded. I, de- I definitely have, you know, a good 20 matches before I started recording. Mm-hmm. And I think only two times I've seen Diamond players that were actually in Diamond. Most of the time when I see a diamond player, they have dropped down. This weekend, I played with a diamond player who I expected that, you know, he might be actually in platinum, you know, based off of his skill rating. Yep. He might actually be in platinum, but at least he'll probably be higher than me. No, that was not the case. Not only was he not in diamond anymore, he was 2,400. He was 2,400, and his other diamond buddy that he paired up with was bringing him into the match, and that guy was still wasn't he still wasn't three thousand or or above. He was like twenty nine something. So, yeah, like that that's the thing. It's you know it, if the if the system was working the way it was supposed to work, if the placement system was actually placing people where they belong, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have so many diamond players falling down. I mean, because like, you know I've said before that that. One of the biggest problems of competitive Overwatch is that competitive Overwatch is built to give you competitive games and, and tight matches, but not really built for you to climb. The, Jeff Kaplan even says that you're supposed to stay where you are if you're placed properly, just so you can have competitive matches. That's not necessarily what people want, but well, you know, that's that's a conversation for another day. But even with that being the case, you know, even with that being the case, um. It's it's still not working because there's no if you're being placed properly there's no way you should be falling 600 points or more I think actually more because I think his original rank was like 3200 so there's no way that he should that, that he should have dropped that far if he was placed properly 
and you know, with my theory, with this early data that I'm seeing, if I was placed low, but the game, which is weird, because if I, if you, you, if you think I'm supposed to play higher, then why don't you just place me higher? But based off my placement matches, which I went, what five and five? Yeah, uh, roughly, I think. I think I went five and five. Yeah, because on P- on PC I went five and five. On console is where I went. I went like six, one, and three. And uh, you know, with five and five, it placed me at the at the, at the edge of twenty four hundred. And if the game or if, if if the SR system doesn't think I should actually be there, you know, why are you why are you placing me there? Yeah, you know, so it's like that. it's like most of the matches you and I would get into when we'd go in, and we're both like say like roughly twenty five to twenty six hundred at the time. We were just getting destroyed each time by people that were diamond and platinum. And, you know, the losses we were taking were pretty huge. Like, that didn't make that much sense to me. Like, we'd win well, and we'd get You were definitely anything. taking more. You were taking bigger losses than I was. Oh, yeah. That's why I dropped like 152. And that was yeah, not that many games. Take... There's only like nine games played after placement that we've done. Yeah. Well, yeah. that we played together. Yeah. Well, um, that's all I played for really competitive, like outside of like one or two solo, comp- uh, solo queue. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely um, were penalized more heavily than I was. Well, I just thought it was interesting because, you know, me and Mikey talked about last week. There's a, there's a, a ba- these systems in Overwatch rely on each other. The, 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 um, matchmaking system, the placement system, and, uh, the SR system. They all, you know, they all, you know, like rely on each other. You know, if matchmaking isn't working properly, then the placement matches aren't going to work properly, which means the SR system isn't going to work properly. So maybe the the big problem here is matchmaking, which we all know is a problem. You know, we all know matchmaking is a problem. So, you know. And another thing I've been noticing, because I've also been uh, recording the the, the skill rate rating of all my teammates. When you're in a group, they average out. I mean, this is no secret. But when you're in a group with somebody, they average out your SR. And that's the SR they use to put you into a placement match. I think that's unfair. And this is why. When a, 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 a diamond level player or somebody high platinum, like 2,900 uh, or, or 3,000, plays with their buddy that's like 2,000 or 2,100. And so it evens out. So, like, let's say they make a 2,500 team or somewhere around there. That's not fair to the rest of the team that's playing because now they have an anchor. You know, that guy who's probably platinum or diamond, I highly doubt he's going to be able to carry the whole team and make up for his friend. Like, I had a, a game where there was this diamond player. One of the few times I had a diamond player that was actually in diamond. He was, like, 3,200, and his buddy was, like, 2,150, right? And his buddy playing Reinhardt. And his buddy was terrible at playing Reinhardt. Terrible at playing Reinhardt. He kept charging when he shouldn't. He kept dropping his shield. He was moving back instead of moving forward. Like, it was awful. You know, and he wouldn't get off Reinhardt. There were multiple people on the team like, look, dude, we can take Reinhardt. You just, can you just play somebody else? And he wouldn't get off of it. You know? So how, like, that, <laughs> that's just not fair. That's just not fair. So that's what I'm seeing so far with the with the early SR data that I've been I've been collecting. Um, I'm hoping to get uh, you know I was gonna be, make it a hundred games. I think I'm gonna need to make it more than a hundred games. Uh, just you know 
probably around maybe 150 to 200 games. That shouldn't be too difficult. I just kind of got to start the pace. Um, and I definitely don't want to wait too long because we're in October now. The, right. the end of the season is somewhere probably mid-November, so I don't want to wait too long. So we'll see. But you know what, what kind of you know what I can really come up with once I have more information. So we'll see what's going on. But I just thought that was interesting. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say about that. Let me know your thoughts on uh, my little theory there that the placement matches just aren't placing people properly, and that's contributing to the SR issue. All right, so let's uh, move on to our next topic. Let's talk more about the crosshair uh, situation that we were talking about last week because I continued to tweak that. Uh, not only that, a few of you guys um, you reached out, you know, either, whether it be email or Twitter, uh, talking, talking to Megatron there for Twitter. I'm actually I'm trying to pull it up right now. I'm pretty sure there's tons of people <laughs> named Megatron on, on Twitter. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, it's Megatron Seven, but um, with syntax because he's cool. That's why, uh, you know, he responded back. He's talking about uh that he changed his uh Zen reticle to the small crosshair. I guess shortly after launch, and his accuracy was uh was much better. And also uh, Shumasidal, he responded saying that you know he thought the the, the tip on the dot reticle was great, and um. He hadn't thought to use it on Zenyatta before, and when he started using it on Zenyatta, um, he's noticing... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm reading that wrong. You know, let me just read what he said before I fuck that <laughs> up. Sorry about that, suicidal. So it says, great tip on the dot on the dot reticle. Although I hadn't thought to use it for Zenyatta, I have been using it for a number of months on some other heroes. Switched over with Zen, and I'm really loving it. I changed the color of all mine to bright green, and that helps me too. Last thing on this is having having the bloom on throws me off, so I would have to argue against that point. So yeah, actually, my uh, reticle is bright green as well, but I, I, I didn't think to mention that because I've been using it for so long. Um, I, I, any game I play, for a shooter I play, I generally turn the, the reticle to green if I can. Cause I, I did that back in Counter Strike, back in UT, you know, all that stuff. But uh, yeah, now the thing about the bloom, I actually I don't know, I can't remember if one of us, um, if one of us said to put the bloom on, because uh, I definitely have the bloom off on most of my characters. If you're the only the characters that I keep the bloom on mm-hmm. are characters who have recoil or I guess soldier the spray stuff. the spray come you know starts to come apart like soldier uh, bastion but he, you know even um, recently I switched it on I switched the the crosshair on tracer diva and reaper now I didn't change it to the dot but I changed it to the circle with the dot in the middle yep and reaper. Diva, actually, Reaper, Diva, and Tracer, that's their default crosshair. But it's with Bloom on. So I turned Bloom off for all those characters. And you notice what I'm noticing? What's that? I'm getting hits from a longer distance. Now, it's not that Change of the Radical gives you more range. It just puts it into perspective for you. Exactly. It it helps you you aim at the target uh, in a more precise area. And I'm finding that I'm getting d- kills with Diva at a longer range because of how I'm aiming. I'm getting hits with Reaper at a longer range. And Tracer, it's just unfair. It's just unfair with her. 
Yep. Because now she can zip around. I would say she's she's like almost mid range with her shit. To be honest with you, she's almost like mid range, like with her with her hits now. Unless you have a bigger target, like a uh, a Roadhog, or you know uh, a Roadhog, a Reinhardt, even a Zarya, um, you're not gonna do that much damage. But you can still, like you know, whittle somebody down. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, feeling the changes that I've made with the crosshairs. It's definitely helped me out. I really haven't uh, seen any negatives. I recently changed, I also changed McCree to the dot, and that was a huge help, but I think I mentioned that last week. And I changed Zarya to the dot, which I, I had, you know, I had Zarya at cr- small crosshair before, and for some reason it just didn't feel right for me. I don't know why. But I had her small crosshair, didn't really feel right, felt like I wasn't getting the hits I need, put it a dot, and boom, perfectly fine, you know, much better. So I'd like to hear more about you guys, you know, if, you know, your crosshair experiments, like if you have some type of combination that you like to use, and, or, you know, some crosshair color combination that you use that, you know, helps you out with aim and stuff like that, definitely let us know. But I, my name is Jarrett, and I endorse changing your crosshairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a little left out of the club here, because I don't think, uh, outside of maybe Counter-Strike or a couple other games in the past, I don't think I've ever really changed my reticles. Really? Yeah, I don't think I ever it's, had to. Or have it's had to, making yeah. a huge difference for me, right? Because you know, it it, it especially with Reaper, mm-hmm. it changes your it changes your perspective. Like maybe like I, I know with Reaper, you can actually just if you ignore the circle and look at the dot, that's pro- that's probably your best bet. You know, like look yep. at exactly where the dot is, and if you aim by that. Um, if you use that as as your reference, you're perfectly fine. But let's be honest, there's so much stuff happening in Overwatch that yep. sometimes you're not going to focus in on the dot, you're going to focus in on the circle. You know? Right. Because you're trying to watch other stuff. I, you know, you just take that, take that circle away from you. You know, so that you take that distraction away so that your eyes can focus on a small area and boom, you're, you're kind of golden. Right. You know, I can so. understand it. Yeah, I would definitely check it out. Next time you, you do a bond, check it out. I know Mikey said he was going to check it out. And like, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I haven't addressed that Mikey's not here. Uh, <laughs> Mikey, he, he's away from business. Sorry about that, Mike. Um, yeah, but Mikey's away from business. He'll be back next week, hopefully. Um, but yeah, Mike said he was going to check it out. I haven't had a chance to talk to him about whether or not he has had a chance to try it and how it's working out for him. But if he had, if he's having the same experience I am, it's probably working great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and move into Sombra Watch. Sombra Watch. Yeah, I almost kind of forgot we had this segment because there's really been no uh, nothing happening with Sombra recently. You know, right? I mean, hype <clears throat> um, train died. It seemed. The hype train, like, Blizzard put the brakes on the hype train when they did that moment in crime game. Well, well not game, but the ARG uh, switched over to moment in crime, which I think is at, like, 76%. Uh, I'm checking it out right now. A moment in crime. Yeah, it's, like, a 76% a moment in crime, and I'm assuming that it's going to get closer to 100%, closer to BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I don't think there's been any, any new ARG stuff um, going on at all. <laughs> so, uh, but 
uh, some other uh, people have been. I'm gonna put this video in the show notes. I think it's from Overwatch Central. They've been trying to speculate what's you know, what what are we gonna see with Sombra? The biggest thing with Sombra that everybody talks about is that she's gonna have the ability to go invisible. Right. Which I'm like, okay, fine. The invisibility is a good or bad thing depending on what her actually what her actual skill set is. For all we know, she could go invisible just for the you know just uh and for the aspect of, uh, yeah exactly just for the aspect of being able to escape like as an escape mechanic you know something like a uh, kind of a disengage type ability for the right. uh yeah for the wow players there yeah exactly so we don't know what's going on because for, you know everything we know about sombra is that she's a hacker nothing about hacker screams weapon gun shooting none right. of that you know and her character is very much about information so i don't know it, it the the speculation is that her she's going to have abilities that are more of I would a say more uh, utility in nature yes more utility in nature and one of the abilities i really haven't thought of uh is like a silence ability and that's what this video talks about uh that you know uh, actually they, they did a pretty good job of explaining every single ability in Overwatch with a type of ability. I thought that was impressive how, how yes. quickly he went over that. So, uh, you know, they, they talked about that, but, you know, some type of silence ability. Now, for those who don't know what, like, a silence ability is, like, if you're not familiar with RPGs, it's basically a silence. In a regular RPG, a silence will keep somebody from doing, like, magic, but there's no magic in Overwatch. So a silence ability in Overwatch will basically be something that stops Stop Santa from, from healing or something like that. Yeah, like, it, it'll stop somebody from using their abilities. Like, maybe their guns will still work, but uh, Tracer can't... Um, blink. You know, she can't blink, or... Soldier Reaper can't use can't, his biotic field, something yeah, like that. Yeah, Reaper can't, you know, go Wraith form. I mean, how how helpful would that be? That if she could target somebody and silence their abilities for a few seconds? That'd be pretty, uh, pretty damn awesome. And annoying, depending on who you are. <laughs> and it also depends on how long the silence lasts. You know, how how long is her cooldown from the silence? How um you know, how long does it last on the character? Because think about Anna's sleep. That's that's a uh you know, that's a rooting that's essentially a rooting ability. That's a rooting ability and a cancel. And for those who don't know, rooting mm-hmm. is when you keep somebody in place. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, not everybody plays RPGs. I'm sorry. I just um, it's, it's something that I, I didn't think about before. But not everybody plays RPGs. But those are RPG esque abilities. But it's, you know, that's like a rooting ability, or um, even like May. May's all root. <laughs> you know. Um, I'm thinking. Te- sorry. Go ahead. I say even technically speaking, cancel. But, you know, if, if Sombra, it, I, I actually think it's a pretty high possibility that she may be able to either A, silence somebody's abilities, or B, gather information like, you know, this person's ability is on cooldown, or this person's ability is, is active, like, they could do these things, or this, these people have their ultimates. I think since it's going to be a utility class, I think we're going to, or that's what we're thinking anyway. I think with that in mind, because I've had some more times to think about it here, I think it's going to be a utility class that's going to have the ability, like you are saying, to maybe do a silence, and then possibly some sort of uh, dot action. And for those who don't play RPGs to follow on that bandwagon, dots are called damage <laughs> over time. <laughs> well, Overwatch has dots. 
They yes, and I think it's going to be similar to what Symmetra and say May do, with a little bit more utility. I think that's well, a very good possibility too, right there. You think Sombra is going to be a support? Um, I don't think about necessarily a support, but perhaps a defender. Yeah, that's because they did. They did just add a support. So I think so like right. maybe like a class that's going to like drop dots, vanish, get away, or you know have some sort of ability to you know, glean information or something like that. Because nobody, one of the other things that people haven't talked much about is what if there's a way to possibly delay ults as well, too? Delay uh, charging capabilities and whatnot. Yeah, that is true. That is true. She may actually uh, do that as well. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I imagine Sombra to be to have a low health pool, which is, is really the only reason why I don't think she'd be put in as a defender. Mm -hmm. Because defenders generally have a high health pool. Uh, or at least, at least 200 health. But somebody like Sombra, if she's... This, I, I'm sorry, but if she's going to be sneaking around, if she can go invisible, if she could disengage, if she could silence abilities, she does not get 200 health. You right. know? <laughs> she, that, that, that would just be unfair to make her uh, that difficult to kill, you know? So, but... I don't know. I, I did like the like her having silence, but even though it would be quite annoying, what I don't want is in a shooter somebody stopping me from shooting. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, typically with silences or like an EMP or a flashbang type ability that's not similar to McCree's, I think you know like firearms are still going to go and work in the game. I think it's going to be more healing type abilities, which means that's going to lean her more towards attacking. So you know. Say somebody took uh, Symmetra and made her more offensive. Something that made her more offensive and gave her more utility. Plus, with the hacking, you know, that could also mean if people have electronics, like, say, Symmetra's turrets or Bastion or something similar to that right there, there could also be some other, uh, you know, utility-type abilities she'd have. I think if they do the invisibility, though, you're right. It, maybe it would be something even more towards her ultimate or whatever. Uh, what I don't want is her to have a, a gun like Symmetra. I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> if Symmetra could, imagine if Symmetra could go invisible, close the gap on you, and then start shooting you. Fuck that. <laughs> I quit Overwatch. <laughs> that, that's terrible. No. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, all we have is speculation now. And, I don't know, I think Blizzard really pulled out the ARG too early. I mean... I mean, Anna just came out. Anna just came out. And I'm pretty sure in the Anna release video, there was ARG stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, they, I think they came out too early with ARG because the somber hype was definitely building up. And even I said, I got tired of it. I really wanted them to stop. And guess what they did? So thanks, Blizz. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, 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 uh, for stopping that because it was getting quite annoying, but... They definitely have killed the the somber hype. We'll see what happens. The, I think the biggest troll would be if BlizzCon came around. They're like, "Oh, new character, new character!" Wham, Doomfist. Doomfist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would just make some people upset. God, I hope that happens now, just because I I need that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> people to get upset over Doomfist. It'll give everybody something to do because they're going to be like pouring over every piece of BlizzCon info, being like, "Somber's in there somewhere. We're going to find her." Yeah. Actually, speaking of BlizzCon, last week I said that I never played Bastion. Mm -hmm. I was playing Quick Play the other day, and I had to play Bastion. Hmm. Had to. Had to. Had to play Bastion. My team was to win so poorly. 
that I had to play Ninja Bastion. <laughs> Basically, what I did was I waited for them to engage the enemy, snuck around a corner, turret mode, mow down the enemy as they were killing my teammates. <laughs> that's yeah, basically what I had to do. And, that's, <laughs> and, I, and I took a control point all by myself doing that. How this bad is did why everybody feel? You need, you need unranked quick play. I mean, you need unranked competitive mode, please. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, oh, do it. it was it was pretty bad, but uh, <laughs> I just want to share that story. So maybe now, when I get my BlizzCon digital ticket, I will actually, uh, I'll actually use it. <laughs> you know, I'll actually use that Bastion skin that they're giving away. <laughs> so, but let's go. Let's move on to our next topic, which is the Overwatch team builder. No, there is not something called the Overwatch team builder actually coming out. It's a feature request that somebody put in the forums that I thought was pretty interesting. I don't know if some of you guys had seen it or not. It's only, actually, maybe not. It's only been out for a day or so, but I will put it into the show notes. Uh, so, you know, I talked about a few weeks ago going to an LFG site and, you know, getting a team together, you know. Uh, and that's been working out for me. But what would be even better is having something kind of like LFG inside the game. And not only that, being able to choose the role that you want to play. Because that is a, a pretty big problem. That's one of the bigger problems with doing LFGs or playing quick play. I'm sorry, not playing quick play, but going in solo queue competitive is that you may go in and DPS is your best character. Healing is your worst. But yet, when you get in, somebody else, two other people pick DPS, two people pick tanks, so you're stuck being a healer. Mm-hmm. And, if you're, and if you're like, fuck this, I'm not healing, and you go DPS anyway, you probably just threw off the build. You know, so what this person is suggesting is that the the Overwatch team, which I don't even know how they're gonna have time to do so, but uh, you know that they uh, put in a team builder where you know instead of just going in solo queue, you can select you know you go into the team builder and you have two options. You can create a team where you select what roles you want, like what game, what what, um, what roles, or I don't know, maybe even what characters you want to put you want yep. in those slots, right? Or B, you just select the role and or the character that you want to play, and when it fits somebody's um, archetype, archetype, you could you just get slid on in there. <clears throat> you yeah, know? I mean, Blizz already has this in WoW, so I you know I don't think that's too far fetched of a feature to have go in. Because I mean, like I am not always the greatest of tanks. It doesn't fit my play style. Like I usually want to play a healer. I'd consider myself a full-time healer, but I also like being able to be a DPS on the same hand. So I was like, say we need a hybrid, then we need a full-on healer. Have somebody go and pick what they want to go and do. Come in. That'll leave you open for a couple of different characters. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I would definitely. I would really, really like if they had a, a team builder in there, especially for console. Man, I think that would make the console play so much better because on pc it's generally not that difficult to get a healer or two usually people will go healer like they'll recognize that we need a healer but then you like i we had a game sunday or saturday where a guy went mercy he was doing terrible and at mercy somebody said he's doing terrible mercy and he's like, yeah, I'm terrible at Mercy. Mercy's my worst character. And everybody's like, well, why didn't you say something? We could have switched. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that's, uh, we can avoid the situations. But in console, I generally don't see people going healer all that much. 
And I think that's why when I do when I do play console, I end up going healer. Uh, I have more success, especially with Zenyatta. I don't know what it is with console and Zenyatta, mm-hmm. but it feels like console players have a hard time dealing with Zenyatta. Maybe because they don't see him played all that much. That might be a reason. He's a unicorn. So once, yeah, once once they get that debuff on them, they're kind of, they they don't really recognize it or don't listen to the sound. And I will say this, you know, when you play PC, most of the time you're playing with your headset on. Not everybody plays console with a headset. Like, I have a headset for console. A lot of other people do, but a lot of people don't. I I can tell because you know in their microphones, I can hear Overwatch playing on the TV. Mm. I really wish they would stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, open mics on console. I gotta make a shirt or a sign or something like that. <laughs> because open mic on consoles are killer, I, man. I mute at least two or three people in every game I go into. I don't even really? care. I don't yes. have that big of a problem with, uh, with the open, open mics. Mic. I, I, I just can't do it. I'm like, no. No. I Either that or they're just being trolls, but it's usually the open mic where I can hear something and I'm just like, nope. One, two people at least. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I, I usually don't have that problem with open mic on PC. However, on console... It's definitely uh, definitely an issue, to say the least. Uh, but yeah, I think Overwatch Team Builder would be pretty cool. I, I I supported that post with a like. I think everybody should support the post with a like. I'm going to put that post and the I'm going to put that uh, thread into the show notes if you want to check it out. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. All right, so uh, first, I guess, you know, you know, we do this weekly update segment, and I'm like, we've never, ever said what the weekly Brawl is. We might as well, since it's a weekly segment, and it's a weekly update. I don't know if people actually play Brawl or not, though. You know who I do know play, plays Brawl? I've seen, I see Mikey play Brawl. Yeah. I guess with his I friends. <laughs> I never, I only played Lucio Ball. That is the only Brawl I played. That's the only, only Brawl I played. However, this brawl, for those who like to play brawl, it's Embrace the Mayhem. Basically, you get 200 health, 150% ultimate gain, and your abilities cool down 75% faster. So, if you want to check that out, that's up to you. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's any bonuses to playing brawl. Somebody brought this up before, like, back in beta, that what's the point of playing brawl uh, when you know competitive is out, between competitive and quick play? Like who's really gonna play it? But I don't know. You guys tell us. Do you play brawl? If so, why? You know, especially on console. I don't think I've ever seen a single person play brawl on console. To be honest with you, and I'll be curious. What do the queue times look like on console? Yeah, same around the same as PC. Especially recently, like I don't know. Queue times seem to be a long, a little bit longer on PC right now. Especially for quick play, I don't know why. But then again, think about the beta weekend, right? The yep. open beta weekend had 9 million players. And the queue times were awful. Yeah. So I remember I, that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that nobody's playing. It could just be bad queue times. I don't know. But uh, moving on from that, there's uh, speculation for a Halloween event. We actually speculated a Halloween event not long ago. Well, actually, right you know, at the close of the summer games, we were like, you know, they're probably going to have seasonal events. Um, this uh, one person in the forum has formally named it Spooktober. 
I guess. Because <laughs> he's that sure that's what's going to be called, but whatever. So, you know, the Overwatch team is not saying anything about it. Nothing. But I would have expected that if they're going to do a Halloween event, it would, it would be like the entire month of... It'd be like a month-long thing, right? You'd think so, yeah. I mean, how long do the events usually, the regional events for a while usually last? Um, those are usually about two weeks. Two weeks? Okay, so maybe. So maybe, maybe like, you know, uh, not this week, not next week, but the week after. So let's say the 17th, maybe. Because that'll be uh, two weeks in a day, you know? So maybe the 17th. They're, oh, yeah, that fits perfectly if they end it on the 31st and then just do a patch on the on November 1st. That's usually how they end up doing stuff. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's that, that'll work. So let's see, by the 17th, will we see, or 17th or 18th, will we see uh, some Overwatch, <laughs> some Overwatch uh, you know, Halloween stuff? What, what kind of stuff do you want to see from this? Uh, <clears throat> I'd say something pumpkin-related, because that's awesome. There's also some pictures, if you've seen, of uh, in the Winston video of everybody dressing up for Halloween. So I, I think there's a high probability there's going to be something having to do with costumes, maybe. Oh yeah, I did not. I did not see that. You know what I think would be funny if they had for for Halloween, right? If they had Overwatch characters or skins where you dress as other people, <laughs> you know, troll somebody. Oh shit! Here comes a Winston. Yeah, <laughs> well, like that's not give Winston. like uh, give like Zarya Genji suit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or oh, that'd be, you know, that'd be form fitting. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, again, people like, you know, Overwatch heroes dressed as other heroes. Give like Soldier 76 Reaper's, you know, costume. <laughs> and, and vice versa. I think that'd be pretty funny. That'd be cool. Um, I'd be for that. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty funny. I think, uh, I don't know, I might make a forum thread about that. You heard it like, here. Hey, I know you got, <laughs> I know, I know that uh, we're only uh, a few weeks out from Halloween, but if you can make these skins real quick, that'd be awesome. There you go. <laughs> I, actually, I, I was thinking a couple weeks back, I wanted to make a forum thread and never put it up. But I think Lucio should have a Grandmaster Flash costume. <laughs> I think so. He needs a salt and pepper uh, skin. No, instead. no, Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster Flash on the turntables. He's got to pump up the jam, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that, the, his move, his, his, his uh, move is called Crossfade. And that's what Grandmaster Flash, that's what. You know, that's what they did back in the day. That's what started hip-hop. <laughs> I think it'll fit. And he has a very specific look, Grandmaster Flash. You know, I think uh, that I think that would... Uh... Well, that's the thing. Maybe it should be... I don't know. Maybe they should just give him, like, an Adidas outfit. Because people, people recognize that from Run DNC, you know? Yep. But I don't know. I think he should have a Grandmaster Flash costume, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> uh, so moving on from that... There is uh, Blizzard has acknowledged that there is a bug when trying to rejoin a competitive game, uh, and I've I've actually been I haven't been a victim, but I have had people in my matches who were victims to this, where it's like after a certain amount of time, uh, you know, the lever will not be able to get back into the game. Like there's a certain there's like a certain uh, time limit, and they I, I guess they figured out what was wrong. But they they haven't implemented the fix yet, so maybe they don't have a uh, full answer. But Jeff Kaplan says that you know their server engineers and quality assurance are actively working on it right now. Now it's from September twenty seventh, 
So we may see uh, we may see some some fix come down for it soon. So what does that mean for you? That means if you are having a shitty internet day, I wouldn't join. I wouldn't get the over. I wouldn't uh, play any competitive matches. You know, not only are you going to piss people off, but then on top of that, you're going to you know get penalized, lose SR, and if it keeps happening to you, you can actually get. Uh, I think they can ban you for the season. So I would just eh, eh. Not do that. It's it's really awful too because you know if you're in competitive, as soon as somebody leaves, everybody just assumes the match is done right then and there, and then you don't do stuff. The other team goes in caps, and then you go and freaking they come back or they don't, and then you just get screwed. It's a shitty kind of situation all around. Yeah, it, it really is. So uh, even though there was that one time on console, I did win a five v six. One time on console, won a five v six. I'll tell that story on my deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> tell that story to all of us normies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, finally, in our weekly updates, the, the there was a theory that uh, there was a problem with Diva's, uh, I guess, character model that she could clip, that she can clip through other characters. Well, somebody finally got it on. I want to say on tape. That's how. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody uh, uh, got a recording of it actually happening, and it's actually kind of horrifying for, for, from a player perspective. Because basically, what it is, what what clipping is, is when one object, for those who don't know, what one object kind of moves into another, like it's not there. Um, like you know, if you play a game and you're able to walk through a box, you you know you you've clipped through that box, you know, or you clip through that wall. Like we used to do it all the time. You know, you put like a code in for a, for a cheat and could clip over a map. You know what I'm saying? Uh, back in the day, back in Jaws day, you could do that. Uh, but oh, you're so, so old. Oh uh, yeah, so old, so old. So uh, what this user found is that when he's too close to Reinhardt, Diva's guns will actually clip through Reinhardt. So what does that mean? If the guns are clipping through him, that means that they're not hitting his hitbox. Even though she's right up against Reinhardt, mm-hmm. she's not at, when she pulls the trigger to shoot, she's clipped through him or her guns are through him. So basically the bullets are just coming out behind him. That's what's happening. And I wondered why. Because like, sometimes, you know, when Reinhardt gets on top of you and he swings a few times, I've had instances where Reinhardt has had basically no health. Mm-hmm. And I go to shoot him and he's just so close and I die, I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't he die? Maybe it was the net code. It was probably the net code. Probably the shit net yep. code. You know? And, you know, and in some cases that might have been the case as well. But now this makes more sense, especially if it's just if it's more than D.Va. Anybody who points who has a gun pointed out, but to him specifically, I guess he plays D.Va a lot. And he noticed that, you know, D.Va specifically, her guns were clipping through Reinhardt. Uh, or I think she, she mentioned somebody else too. Maybe a Roadhog? Um, but yeah, th- eh. go ahead. It's like, ahead. well, with with Junkrat, I've never seen it. With McCree, I haven't. But I don't know with the tank. With with Zarya, I could definitely see it though. Cause she's got a pretty long gun. It's like outside right. of that, I can't say I've ever really run into that that much. Right. Well, that's why collision. I'm sorry, but collision detection should be on. You know, which I'm actually. I'm sorry, but collision detection is on. Now I think about it, because somebody can knock when I'm trying to put turrets up. At a Temple of Anubis, I've had people yep. knock me off of that, that box. So, uh, you know, coll- collision detection has to be on. 
But, you know, this this may be a bug. There has been no acknowledgement of it from the Blizzard team, though. Even though this guy has a video showing that this is an issue. You know? that, that yep. this, I'm like, shouldn't this be priority number one? Because Reinhardt, it's not like it's not, it's not like you don't frequently get a Reinhardt on top of you. Reinhardt gets on top of you a lot. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> does. Know? Why is that? Because he's very fast. Yeah, yes, Reinhardt is way faster than he should be. I, it's true. He's faster than he should be. Uh, but yeah, um, that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but so, no, you got, so be careful, guys. I guess that's, that's the moral of the story. Be careful when you're playing D.Va specifically or anybody against uh, a bigger character, maybe like a Reinhardt or a Roadhog. You want to make sure you have some space so that you're not clipping against them and you're actually able to register some damage. The more you know. Uh. Right. Yeah. All right, so that's going to bring us to the end of this show. Uh, sorry, it really feels like we didn't have that much. I mean, I guess because, you know, my data collection's not uh, complete and uh, Blizzard's not really giving us anything. Uh, but we're definitely going to put something uh, good for you guys together next week because Mike will be back. It'll be all three of us. We'll have a good time. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it should be all three of us so. but uh, thank you for listening we have other podcasts available for you guys to listen to if you're interested in uh, some other games that we podcast about we have a Destiny podcast and Orbit which releases bi-weekly on a Monday that might be going weekly I'll let you guys know next week after I talk to Jorge we have WoW Talk which is our World of Warcraft podcast that releases bi-weekly on Tuesday we also have Torn and the Goblin which is our other World of Warcraft podcast which uh, uh, focuses on WoW lore. And that releases opposite of WoW Talk. So every Tuesday you should have some type of WoW content. Uh, We're Watchpoint Radio, uh, obviously. We release every week on a Wednesday. Uh, We have Double Tap, which is our podcast dedicated to fighting games and the fighting game community. We have Sit Rep Radio, which is our division podcast, and that releases weekly on Friday. And we also have Frontline Radio, which is actually on hiatus right now. It's supposed to release every third week of the month, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I will keep you guys posted. You can uh, go to mashlessbuttons.com slash schedule for scheduling details. Uh, you uh, can catch us on many platforms. Uh, we're available on iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and we have an RSS feed for those who like to, I guess, uh, have other RSS readers or podcast players. Links are available for each platform right on the Mash Those Buttons website. We are on Twitter.com slash MTB site. We're on Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons and YouTube.com slash Mash Those Buttons. Uh, I am on Twitter. I am underscore J-A-A underscore. And uh, Bond, you still don't have one. I do, but I forgot it. I have to figure it out again. I should you be say, prepared you've been for this. that for weeks. I weeks. know. Everybody, I send an email worst. in to Shane Bond, and I will read it on the <laughs> podcast. I will read your email on the show next week if you email in to Shane Bond. <laughs> Please. Uh, I'm trending. I'm already trending. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, and if you do something on Twitter, it's pound. It's, it's pound Shame Bond. <laughs> That's the hashtag we're going with. <laughs> you know. So I'm actually gonna find. Actually, I'm gonna find your old Twitter account. I think I have I'm gonna it. pass that out so we can we can get a Shame Bond going on because this is ridiculous. Oh, here man. we go. I found it. It's uh underscore Emery PF. 
Oh, there you go. Still, shame bond. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I already sent out the call. They're already doing it. <laughs> but uh, yes, we do. Uh, we do enjoy when you guys email us or you know contact contact us on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, we really like that. Uh, feel free to uh, you know reach out to us with your questions or if you have comments. If you think we're right about something, wrong about something, you know, just let us know. Uh, you can uh, besides you know Facebook, Twitter. You can also email WPR at mashthosebuttons.com. Uh, we have a contact form on the website that you can use if you, if you want to. Um, and then you can leave a comment and, you know, around the website or Facebook, SoundCloud, wherever. We'll, uh, we'll uh, see it and, you know, we'll, we'll get back to you. It's like I didn't last week. Once again, sorry for that. <laughs> so, oh my god I see you just tweeted and you tweeted the wrong hashtag you're the worst <laughs> hold on what am I supposed to tweet here I don't do this very often yeah it's, I'm so, he he just tweeted he's trying to soften the blow folks he just tweeted <laughs> I am just the worst at MTB site pound Emory shame I just said it was shame bond shame bond alright let's try this again here pound shame bond oh Elite boy tweet we're supposed to do that right yeah yeah, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> Believe it or not, I am not technology illiterate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy does programming for somebody. Yeah, oh that's my God. right. <laughs> this, that's horrifying, right? Anyway, if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help us out, uh, feel free to just share the show with other people that you think may enjoy it. That's a, that's a huge help to us, and we appreciate that when you, when you spread the show. And if you really like us and want to help us out, uh, the best way to do that is just to rate us and review us on your platform of choice. We really appreciate that. And uh, like I said before, thanks again for listening, and I will definitely get back to you guys on those emails. Once again, very sorry about that. You guys have a good day, night, whenever you listen to this, and we will catch you next week. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.